Radio Shabbat Shalom Israel Judah Woo Righteous Radio with DJ Yako Coming at ya Oh yeah Righteous Radio Where the truth is the sound Righteousness is in the atmosphere Can you feel it? We winners over here, man. Oh, yeah. You know what it is. Judah, the most high true prophets are back. The true prophets are black. <laughs> Righteous radio cannot be stopped. Another startling episode. Shalom. This is DJ Yakov. This is another episode of Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. Righteousness is in the atmosphere. Can you feel it? <laughs> oh, can you feel it? And I'm going to start you off with a treat today. It's more than a treat. It's something that you will never get in a Christian church on Sunday. The watchmen are speaking in this day and hour. Your children are dreaming dreams and seeing visions. Take heed, and I give you the sixth seal being revealed. Let me, so I'm going to show y'all in real time. Angels holding back the four winds. Watch this. Air Force officers have shared that almost 70 years ago, they witnessed multiple unidentified aerial phenomenon sightings over two U.S. nuclear bases. Shockingly, the men also claimed that these 1964 aerial sightings occurred nearly simultaneously with the spontaneous immobilizing of the base's nuclear intercontinental ballistic missiles, Pause. suggesting that whatever... So these chariots immobilized all at the same time wherever there's nuclear bases they disable them so they cannot use them or practice practice using them continue or whoever was up there successfully disabled the icbms from above friend of the show emily jashinsky attended a tuesday press conference held at the national press club in washington where a panel of former usaf officers detailed those incidents and others like them According to Emily's reporting, the group called for congressional investigations into the sightings and said they felt they had been ignored previously. One former officer told the debrief at the event, quote, now the question is, will the government tell us the truth about what they've known now for decades? So, uh, look, obviously there I tend to be more skeptical, I think, than 
anyone else involved in producing this show for our viewers that aliens are real and doing things. Uh, I, I do think they're China, Russia, you know, other other governments with technologies or that have been a little ahead of ours that we've been different, not understood. No. That is, is a reality. I don't know about the aliens, but what do you think, Kim? Well, I, I mean, look, this has been reported on for a long time, over a decade. There are these um, many other people, Robert Hastings, Dr. Stephen Greer, they have been bringing up the, the sightings and, and witnesses to these sightings and the fact that there have been numerous accounts from some of our top military officials, people that we've trusted with nukes. I mean, if we trust them with nukes, they're clearly not crazy people. And they have uh, they have been testifying, saying that, look, there is something is blowing up nukes out when we when we send them out into space. Pause. Blown up. Something is blowing up the nukes when we send them into space. They're not doing this until the Lord says so. They're doing nothing until God says so. They're blowing up the nukes when they shoot them in space. Continue. Actually, they're being disabled. Um, our nuclear facilities are being disabled, and this is something that has been reported by not only the so United they try to press a button to even shoot them, they can't. They're disabled. Someone turn the lights out. That's what the Lord is doing. Turn the lights out. No, 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 no. Can't do that. Can't shoot those. Continue. Watch. It's going to tell you when, it, when they started. Watch. Other nuclear countries as well. Pause. And other nuclear countries as well have experienced the same thing. That's your China. That's your Russia. That's your America. That's your Iran. Every place where there's nuclear capabilities, the chariots is like, no, not yet. Israel wake up first, then have at it. But not yet. Continue. Their thinking is that there is something. Come on. They're getting blown up, essentially, or they're being disabled. Um, our nuclear facilities are being disabled. And this is something that has been reported by not only the United States, but other nuclear countries as well. And their thinking is that there is something out there. That is an alien, uh, you know, not of this world life form. Angels. That is monitoring the United States. They say that these, that these, uh, Angels, the monitoring of the nukes and the disabling of the nukes happened since the U.S. dropped the nukes, two of them, on Japan. Pause. And the fear. Pause. That's when they stopped. That's when they started. So as soon as they dropped nukes on Japan, they said, that's it. Because the second woe had to happen. They would have stopped that too. They said, now nah, let that go ahead. That the second won't take place. But it says after they drop nukes in Japan, then they start disabling the nukes after that. Because it's not time yet. The third woe is coming, but not now. Because all Israel, the rest of Israel, must be sealed. And notice he said that, they, that there's these, these beings are, have, are watching America. <laughs> They're watching America and the nukes. Continue. The theory is that that event... Um, resonated out in the universe, and some and the more intelligent life form says, "What the heck are those humans doing?" God, and they came down, and you know, and they were monitoring us, and they said, "Okay, you guys are dangerous because whatever it is you're doing is dangerous for the universe, not Eat just em. for your your space in the world uh, or in the universe." And mm. and they started to monitor and start to disable, and since then, whenever we've put nukes out there, in, you know, out into space, they've things have happened. Uh, nuclear sites are being disabled. And so this is something that some of the military officials are, are kind of trying to say, well, see, this is a, a, a national security problem. It is. Uh, you know, that there's somebody out there trying to mess with our nuclear arsenal. It seems to me that if there is 
out there, which I am one that believes that there's, of course, life forms out there in the world. I think it, there's no way we're alone. Um, if they are out there and they are disabling our nukes, they're not doing it because they're a threat to us. They're doing it because we're a threat to ourselves and maybe we're a threat to some aspects of the universe. Right, right. I think we, we've angered so, the yeah, she's right and wrong at the same time because they are a threat, just not to us, to them and her. If she's, if she's Israel, then she's good or, or not, if she's on my pen. This, the scripture says, if if Christ don't intervene, they're going to destroy this earth. Yes. You know, with their nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. So right now we got the angels. The angels, as, as they keep testing these weapons and so forth, the angels is holding that back. The angels is disabling it, disabling the weapons when they're testing them and so forth. You show that video? Give me the next video. The next video. Okay, okay. Show you, I'm going to give you an example. They show you exactly what the chariot does. Now this is on court. This is on on FBI documents because it was banned. Now they opened it to the public. Now you can read it because I brought it out in class way back where they have a FBI document. You go into the FBI website, you look at it up, and it tells you a. They call the um the topic. The top of the paper says a flying roll. They call it the flying roll. They call it, and then when um, planes come near it, they disintegrate, trying to attack it. They get destroyed just coming near it. You're not beating God. It's not happening ever. Got the next video I want? The next um, UFO video. Number four. You're watching News Officially, the U.S. government ended its study of UFOs in 1969 because it assured the public there is no proof the phenomenon represents a threat to national security. But what if these unknown aircraft showed an interest in our nuclear weapons? A group of more than 150 military veterans, missile officers, security personnel, including many who worked at the Nevada test site, say... They've seen mystery intruders over nuclear facilities. George Napa, the IT in this room, this morning. George. Of course, we're not going to jump any conclusions who they are or what, what they're up to. Uh, you know, we don't know who is piloting these craft or why they're poking around. But you dozens know. of witnesses and thousands of pages of documents suggest someone is monitoring our nukes. The Department of Energy admits there's a long history of UFO activity over nuclear weapons facilities elsewhere, but zero cases at the former Nevada test site. Now a new film explores some of the most dramatic episodes that include our backyard. In the darkest days of the Cold War, atomic weapons were routinely exploded above ground at the Nevada test site, the most nuked place on Earth. Oh, in so, test site. For, so they're allowed to they have a testing site where they test their nukes, how powerful they are and so forth. So these were occasionally allowed to, to be to be used and explode whatever they built they detonate them just to see how powerful they are but watch this keep going 13 a-bombs were detonated as part of operation teapot witnessed by thousands of military personnel in trenches and thousands more test site employees but there were other observers as well oh, was was a, a, the movie hulk that's an example he lived in that little in that area so you watch the movie hulk they, they based that upon this situation here where they were testing nuclear weapons on and um vape in nevada Okay, keep going. What we call the flying saucers. They were pretty prevalent at the test site during those years. At least a dozen former test site employees have told similar stories about unknown aircraft showing up hours or days after an atomic blast. 
Author and investigator Robert Hastings has spent more than 40 years locating and interviewing military veterans, missile officers, and others who worked in various now, parts pause. of the atomic weapons pause. program. The reason why these guys are hiding their faces and they're old is because they were told to shut up and don't say nothing. We will kill you. It's not they're old. They're like, well, I'm old. You can come if you want. Now I'm live my life. Do what you want now. Because they're old. So they can speak on these things. They'll just come up as senile old guys that saw things. But these guys saw things in their youth. They were told not to discuss. In the, in, in the documents that, that are, are released to the public now, these guys are the ones that wrote them, saying what they saw. Keep going. Graham, more than 150 of them so far. They've all told the same story. That, in fact, UFOs have routinely monitored our nuclear weapons going back decades, and on occasion, apparently, have actually interfered with the functionality of those weapons. In addition to the eyewitness accounts, thousands of pages of formerly classified documents have been released to buttress these tales. The The I-Team's own FOIA request, filed in 1992, produced a thick stack of documents from the Department of Energy, indicating UFO incidents over every major atomic weapons facility dating to the late 40s, over Los Alamos National Lab, where the bombs were... After World War II, that's 48. This is 45 was the war. So after, 40, after World War II, they started to stop and interrupt nuclear testing because it's not the time. Keep going. Designed over Hanford where the plutonium was processed. Even when plutonium no was processed, they were there. Even when plutonium was placed, they were there. Anywhere the nukes were found, bases underwater, in, Atlant- uh, in uh, um, Antarctica, hidden places, they're there. They can't hide nothing. Keep going. Hastings, however, has found plenty. Civilians living near the proving ground often observe the aerial discs, discs. sometimes flying in large formations, and subsequently notify the Air Force. This is a clip from a new documentary film, the culmination of Hastings' years of research. The film includes chilling incidents where UFOs have not only infiltrated restricted airspace over nuclear missile bases, but on occasion have disabled yeah. ICBMs cloud, right? the and put the military go back, go back. alert. In go one... back, look, a floating cloud. Go back. Right there of research. The film includes chilling incidents where UFOs have not only infiltrated restricted airspace over nuclear missile bases, but on occasion have disabled ICBMs and put the military on high alert. In one dramatic incident from the film, military photographers using telescopic lenses watched a UFO disable a warhead used in a missile test fired from Vandenberg. And flying out over the Pacific Suddenly, this domed disc, an object with a dome, came in, shot the one frame, end. circled the warhead, which was flying Another about end. eight or 10,000 miles an hour, and it flew off. shot Another four end. beams of light at it, whereupon the, warhead, the, space. the dummy warhead fell into the Pacific Ocean and the UFO left the facility. And UFO left. incidents at the Nevada test site became That's so all routine, want. according to a... Esau will not do what he wants to do. Esau will do what God allows him to do. That's the point. So when these guys shoot these nukes in space to try to test, these are ICBMs. These are missiles that can go from one land to the other. They're like, nope, not yet. Not yet. Regular missiles, you can shoot those. But the ones that can go into space and go from one land to the other? Nah. Not yet. Four wins. Give me um the website on...
Yo, go to Zechariah 5 and read that for me. Yeah, regarding the um, saucer. Yeah. Or discs. Yeah. Get that and read that. A lot of you brothers and sisters might be new, and I know we got Christians watching us. We got federal agents watching us and so forth. Yeah. Listen, man, this is what, let's go into the scripture and show you all what that, what that is. Okay? Mm-hmm. So read that for me. Zechariah 5 and 1. The book of Zechariah, chapter 5, verse 1. Then I turned and lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, a flying robe. So Zechariah saw what? A flying robe. He saw a flying robe. What's that called today? He saw called that today UFOs. UAPs. Okay. Read on. For those of you who don't know who you are and don't believe who you are, look, we're going to put some two and two together on some of these things here. Now, we saw what was just laid out by some of the Israelites, my Israelite brethren in IUIC, fair use all praises. Now, let's delve further into this thing here. On a website called the sci-fi stack exchange.com this article came out let's see in November of 2020 let's see what it says here pay attention does anyone remember an episode of the outer limits or some other show where aliens came to earth and wanted to take all of the black people with them to avert the world's destruction and the world held an election to decide the fate of black people. The world voted to send black people away with the aliens. At the end of the episode, we learned the black people were headed to utopia while the rest of the world would suffer without them. I remember watching this episode a long time ago, and I can't find it anywhere online. If you have any information, please reply. I would like to know I'm having the Mandela effect happening to me right now. Then we scroll down here, and uh, we see there's one answer to this query. And it says, you're likely referring to the short story, The Space Traders, by Derek Bell. It was anthologized in the TV movie Cosmic Slop. You can watch the segment in full below. Now we're going to watch a little bit of Cosmic Slop, but if 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 any of you know what Cosmic Slop is, it is a short film that was made by uh, George Clinton. George Clinton made a short film called Cosmic Slop. And we saw this, I mean, we saw this film years ago, a lot of us. Some of you may have never seen it and didn't know anything about it, but I, I saw it years ago. Uh, first time I saw it was probably about six, seven years ago, maybe. Maybe longer, maybe shorter, but it's been a while. Cosmic Slop. Now, we're going to watch a little bit of Cosmic Slop, and we're going to put this thing together. I I'm going somewhere with this. But let's, re let's click on this thing about the Space Traders that was written by Derek Bell. 
So on Wikipedia, it says, The Space Traders is a science fiction short story by Derek Bell. It was originally published in 1992 and republished in the 2000 edition of Dark Matter. On January 1st, 2000, extraterrestrials arrive on Earth and offer the United States gold, safe nuclear power, and other technological advances in exchange for all of its black citizens. Hmm. They require a decision by January 17th, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Gleason Golightly, a prominent black conservative, is summoned to participate in the cabinet's discussion on the proposed trade. Go lightly ordinarily and Uncle Tom on racial matters is adamantly against the trade for moral reasons. But the completely white cabinet discounts his moral objections because they believe the trade will fix the United States practical environmental and economic problems. Later, Go lightly attends a meeting of black community members. He suggests that if a or that if black people pretend they are getting the best part of the deal, white people will oppose it out of envy. A preacher responds that Golightly's understanding of white psychology has merit, but he cannot go along with such a cynical ploy, and the group votes instead for boycotts and protests. A prominent group of American Jews forms the Anne Frank Committee, intending to smuggle blacks out of the country before the trade. But the FBI publishes the names of the committee's members and they are forced into hiding themselves. A constitutional amendment is proposed, authorizing Congress to induce blacks into special service, with language modeled on Selective Service Act of 1918. A national referendum on the amendment is scheduled for January 15th. The Supreme Court rejects several legal challenges to the referendum process, citing as precedent the majority opinion. White televangelists line up in favor of the trade. Finally, on January the 15th, the national referendum is held and the trade is approved by 70-30 margin. On January 17th, the black population of the United States including Golightly himself, are rounded up and sent naked and in chains into the holds of the extraterrestrial ships as their forebears, forebears had arrived. Okay, so that is an episode of The Space Traders a science fiction story that was written by Derek Bell, originally published again in 1992. Now, all right, so now let's take a look, a brief look at Cosmic Slop by our boy George Clinton. Let's see what, uh, what we can ascertain. This is DJ Yaakov. This is Righteous Radio where the truth is the sound. Check me out here. 
deep, deeper than deep in the black hole. And your mind and your ass will follow. Because once you've passed the point of no return, you are caught. Now hold on. Do you see that? Let me show you. In the Look at that. We gotta back up a little bit. We gotta back up a little bit. Watch this. Pay attention to what you see on the screen. There's a scroll. There's a scroll. Wow. I never paid attention to this when I saw Cosmic Slop before. Pay attention. On the verge of getting it all. Beyond the twilight zone. Further than the outer limits. There's a scroll. In the black See the hole. scroll? And your mind and your ass will And there is. Once you've passed the See that? The Jewish star. I'm trying to stop it where you can see it, but you see the Jewish star. All right, keep those things in mind. I never saw that before when I watched this. In the cosmic I never remembered it. Some of these people have been out here since 2 o'clock this morning, so the aliens aren't scheduled to arrive before noon. But as you can see, the crowd is getting pretty excited as America prepares for its first encounter with space since NASA went bankrupt back in 1998. It's quite a circus. Thank you, Stryker. Of course, we will go back to Plymouth Rock the moment the aliens are sighted. In other news, the Environmental Protection Agency has added Hartford, Connecticut to its list of cities to be evacuated by year's end. Carcinogen levels there have topped those found in Baltimore last year. The gap between black salaries and white widened. Wait, something's now happening at Plymouth Rock. Stryker. As you can hear, Bernie, there's definitely something going on now. We can't see anything yet, but this humming is definitely growing louder. You know, ever since the alien signal was first received some three months ago, Speculation has run rampant as to their appearance, the size and shape of their craft. Oh my god! Morally, the whole spacecraft are just nowhere right over our head. It's absolutely amazing. This is literally an unbelievable sight. You know, as I look to my left, I see Vice President D'Amato and Secretary of State Buchanan approaching the microphone. For those of you who are concerned, President Taylor, of course, is safe and secure in an undisclosed bunker until it's determined whether or not aliens pose any threat. Hello? Hello? Is this on? 
Can you understand me? I'm the vice president. We are space traders, bearing exclusive gifts that will restore your nation to its former glory. Nearly limitless quantities of gold and precious metals that will instantly erase your deficit. Machines that will renew your rivers and your air. Cold fusion technology for a safe, cheap, and inexhaustible source of energy. All we ask in return is the delivery to our vessels. Five days from now, every child, woman, and man in your nation with at least 2,500 milligrams of melanin in their skin per square centimeter. Black people. Put more simply, in trade for solving all your most pressing domestic catastrophes, we are asking for every person in your country that you would classify as black. Are you kidding? No, we are not. What are you going to do? Well, that does not concern you. We give you five days to decide, and the offer is non-negotiable. We will not try to coerce you in any way. Yet, I hope we can do some business together. We wait all this time for a fucking UFO and they come here with this? <laughs> it's all bullshit, right? Maybe. Maybe this day is going to go down in history. An end to poverty. End to pollution. Cheap, unlimited energy for every American. Sounds like a hell of a re-election platform. Sam. I have to go on record as saying this is crazy, but... But what? Well, welfare rolls would be cut 40%. Food stamps, Medicare, drug abuse programs slashed. May I add something, Mr. President? You know, if I could guarantee the prosperity of this great country by giving life or taking off of those space traders, I'd do so without a moment's hesitation. You know, the Secretary's courage is not unlike that American men and women have exhibited when called to military service. And well, some go more willingly than others, but almost all go with the knowledge that they might never come back. I don't believe what I'm hearing. Doesn't anybody see a downside to this? You know, Casper's absolutely right. The guilt that many whites would feel for sending the blacks away could take a severe psychological toll, with medical costs possibly reaching astronomical levels. This is madness. Our military services would be decimated, depleted of 30% of our manpower. But with unlimited energy? Think of the weapons you could create? <laughs> Mr. President, Sam, you were elected by the slimmest of margins. Your African-American vote was key. I don't expect them to be thrilled, but uh, how can I put this delicately? Their future electoral clout is going to be severely limited. Casper, <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Do you really think the aliens will treat them worse than we have? Uh, no, the real issue here is spin control. The decision has to be the will of the people and not the administration policy. How about a national referendum? 
Have MCI fire up a couple of those yes and no 900 numbers. I'll be damned. We're on to something here. Uh, Professor Golightly, you look like you want to say something. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. <sighs> As you know, Mr. President, I have been a lifelong card-carrying Republican. I feel I was instrumental in your moderate wing wrestling control of the party from religious extremists. I have often supported this administration's repeal of affirmative action legislation, not protested its decreasing handouts to the poor. And in helping you undermine these policies, I realized that your reasons for doing so differed from mine. And yet I was always a good soldier for the party. I sincerely believed and still believe that black people need to learn how to stand on their own two feet without the crutches of governmental legislation. But I'm afraid I must protest in the strongest terms possible what I've heard in this room today. What is being proposed cannot be passed off euphemistically as selective service. At its best, it is group banishment. At its worst, it is utter and complete extermination. Professor, that's ridiculous. Wait, wait, wait. Did I miss something? Who said anything about exterminate? Space traders seem perfectly nice and civil. Their planet might be one great big club med for all we know. Sam, we do not even know if these creatures can deliver on their end. You and I play poker together. What if they're as good at bluffing as you are? Now you're whistling Dixie. I look like a damn idiot if the aliens took off and left me nothing but a big bag of tortilla chips. Ah. <laughs> uh. We'll ask them for a peek at the goodies. And if they're not BSing, we'll schedule a national referendum on the night before their deadline. Call up MCI, ask them to fire up two yes and no 900 numbers. Gentlemen. All right, so uh, hold on just a second. Let's move ahead just a little bit. I'm not going to play too much more of this because you guys can go and listen to it yourself. Or go pull it up yourself if it's on YouTube. But I, I just want you to get the gist of where I'm going with this. Let's listen to it. I'm not sure, Gail, that they even need my help. Given the state of black leadership. Please, please. Unity. Come out all speak at once. All right. Very little is being accomplished here today. Rabbi. Rabbi. They tried this once before. Oh. But I pledge to you 
hundreds of thousands of Jews will not allow another final solution in this country. Not now, not ever. Latest tracking polls indicate support of the trade at 40%. The melanin content of 2,500 milligrams per square centimeter that the traders requested roughly corresponds to a light brown skin complexion. Dr. Eric Fannin of Johns Hopkins. Excuse me, uh, Dr. Fanon will explain. Doctor. The amount of melanin in one's skin varies according to how dark or tan we might be. 2,500 milligrams per square centimeter corresponds to the darkness of, oh, what I'd say, to be a, an ordinary paperback. Thank you, Doctor. for 20 million Americans of African descent. Voting will begin in just a few seconds from now. As you know, two telephone numbers will appear on your screen, one in favor and one against the space traders offer. After dialing the number of your choice, simply key in your personal security code. Here, ladies and gentlemen, are the two numbers. Polls will remain open for the next three hours, but we should be able to project a decision very shortly. Wait. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, with just 6% of the vote tallied, we project... Referendum will pass by a comfortable margin. Oh, God. Collection centers will be set up tomorrow morning by the National Guard. The aliens say that the aliens say they will allow only one piece of carry-on luggage per person. See the interracial and the relationship? See, see all of this stuff? You got to pay attention. So the white girl gonna be left, and the bro and the brother gonna be going with the aliens. <laughs> hey. This is Bernard Shields. Goodbye. All right, so uh, 
Now, for those of us that are in the know, <laughs> for those of us that know we are Israel, for those of us that know that we're supposed to follow the laws, statutes, and commandments, when we look at something like this, now that I look at this, uh, when I originally looked at it, it's a lot of stuff I'm catching that I did not catch the last time. Now, let me show you. Let me show you. Now, pay attention to this. Now, the, the, the guy just, the newscaster just uh, came across with the results. Now, watch this. A lot of you may think it's insignificant, and it'll go right over your head. I'm going to play it, though. Look at this. We flash to a screen where she just happened to be cooking some swine. Then you got the interracial relationship that's sitting at the Mom. table. All yeah. of these things, Come the on, enemy. You're just sitting here like nothing's wrong, nothing's going on. No. You gotta do something. But you don't know. But we always said. Anything you see in movies, a lot of these things that you see in movies, there's some, some there is great significance to what you see in movies. A lot of the old folks used to say the stuff you see in movies is stuff that they got going on in real life. But they put it in a movie. Things that they've implemented. Uh, whether it be technology or whether it be things that's going on behind the scenes. You think that they're putting it in a movie and it's just a movie, but a lot of times it has something to do with, with real life and things that they're doing. Now, this came out years ago. Now, we know the scripture speaks of... A people. Now, if God's people, his chosen people, are those of melanated descent, meaning us, which a lot of you don't believe, it's just too many clues like this particular film, like this particular mantra. If God has a people and the people that are oppressing his people are the people that run the earth. And if the chariot that Ezekiel saw in scripture described just like the spaceships that we see hoovering over the earth. And we've already given you the information that in a, in a, in a news broadcast, they spoke on it years and years ago. They've been speaking on it for a while. You just didn't see it, that there are chariots or spaceships, the Bible calls them chariots, that have been hovering over atomic bomb sites, nuclear weapon sites, messing with 
their instruments and not allowing them to test certain bombs, not allowing them to do the things that they're trying to do. And now we see that long ago, we have these films like Cosmic Slop that was made off of the original film, uh, the original book that was that was made about an alien race coming to get the black people. Hmm. Are they aliens or angels? The prophets say they're angels. The Bible says they're chariots. You can believe or disbelieve. But these films, you see throughout this cosmic slop, the slop is that the laws, statutes, and commandments are not being followed by our people. But that's only a subliminal message that we would get, but you wouldn't get if you don't believe that the law is still in place cooking bacon, interracial dating, all of the things that the law speaks against is going on in this film. And then at the end of the film, well, I'll let you see the end for yourself. I mean, can we get across the border or... Get guns for everybody? I don't know. Jennifer, they stopped selling guns to us yesterday, and two days ago they quadrupled the border guards. You and Well, you and he did pledge the same fraternity. He just can't. Oh. Sight for sore eyes. Linda sends her regards. England? Promise is a promise. They supposedly promised them they, that they would. Now, now let, let me. So, this is your classic coon family. They don't want to go with the rest of the Negroes. Oh, no. They want to stay with the white folks. So the white folks then promise them they're going to send them to England. But watch what happens.
You see what just happened? Now, he said, not you, Gail. A promise is a promise. So he didn't sold his wife off. He going, he going on the ship. But apparently, uh, wifey ain't melanated enough. Because <laughs> you saw the white, the white boy wipe all that makeup off her cheek. Because you know she was light. She was she was more uh, lighter complexion. She was lighter skinned when you saw her earlier in the photo with her husband. But when she was in the house before they left, <laughs> she was all of a sudden she had all this dark makeup on, like she trying to melanate herself with makeup so she could go with her husband. You gotta you you can't make this stuff up. You gotta peep game. See all of this little stuff when you're an Israelite, you catch it. You know what they what what they saying on the slot. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. You knew it was hopeless as soon as the idea was out of the bag, didn't you? Cosmic slop. <laughs> it went over a lot of you uh, Christians' heads, you people in Christianity, but to the prophets, to the Hebrews, you get the significance of this going along with what the watchmen showed you in those videos when we started out. I mean, the scriptures bear witness. So we know that Ezekiel saw the wheel way up in the middle of the air. <laughs> you have to be able to decipher these scriptures. And the only way you can decipher these scriptures, the only way that your mind will be clear and the scales will be taken off of your eyes that the Most High has put over your eyes is that you follow the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High God. Until you do that, 
you will be stumbling around in the dark trying to look for the light switch, which is what the Christian church has been doing for 400, 500 years now, or longer. But now, the Most High has awakened his people, has awakened his prophets, has awakened his watchmen that sit on the wall and make you aware of what is going on. Soon, the American government will disclose what they consider a revelation to the general public, which is the existence of extraterrestrials, aliens. But we know for years they've known about aliens because as we showed in the clip and as it has been widely known, all you have to do is go on Netflix, go on different things, see documentaries about uh, UFOs and knowing that they have known about the existence of other beings for quite some time. The thing is, they would have you believe that these beings are aliens. And when they make movies, they would have you believe that the aliens that come from space are always going to be the enemy. That the aliens, nine times out of ten, are coming to take over the planet. Oh, they are coming to take over the planet. <laughs> But they are not aliens. The angels of the Most High are coming to get his people. Christ is coming to wreak havoc on those who have done wrong to his people. And they want you to believe that when those ships crack the sky and when they actually show themselves and when they actually disclose themselves that these are the enemies, but oh no, this is your redemption at that time. Your redemption is not because when Edom, when Amalek, when Esau destroys the earth with his nuclear bombs, when the Most High finally allows him to start World War III, and we're on the precipice right now of World War III, when the Most High allows World War III to begin, when he allows these missiles to begin to fire, when he allows the angels to pour out the wrath on the earth. Only those who have accepted the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High, have accepted his Sabbath days, have accepted the Bible as it is written, and have come into the fold, those sheep will be saved from the destruction. And some of us will die. Jacob's trouble is coming. Some of us will die in defense of the kingdom of the Most High. But there is a greater reward for those 
but there will be those that will be ushered away from trouble as well. But if you're waiting on a pearly white, stringy-haired white boy with pretty blue eyes to come and save you, to snatch you up into the sky before any trouble occurs, a rude awakening will you be in store for. Now, I just showed you enough information that if your spiritual antennas are up, you should be able to decipher that you've been hoodwinked and bamboozled. Oh, you might say, oh, that cosmic slop, what do that mean? Only those with closed eyes and closed ears would not recognize that stuff came out in the 90s. These people who are in charge of the world, these Zionist Jews, these Amalek, these that Christ called the synagogue of Satan, they know what's coming to them. You don't. You think that everybody is children of God. It's because you don't read your Bible except for on Sunday when you open it up as the preacher is teaching you about everybody going to heaven. <laughs> How deceived are we as a people? We are destroyed as a people. And what has destroyed us is the Christian, is what's called modern day colonial Christianity. Because modern day colonial Christianity wants you to believe that everybody is in line for salvation because they want you to love them in spite of their oppression over you. In spite of the fact that the scriptures say that the Most High will have indignation for them forever. Let's read a few scriptures about it in case you're a little blurry Christians. Obadiah 1 and one twenty one. The vision of Obadiah, thus says the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a report from the Lord, and a message has been sent among the nations, saying, Arise and let us rise up against her for battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be greatly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you. You who dwell in the clefts of the rock, in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high. You who say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground? Though you ascend as high as the eagle, <laughs> and though you set your nest among the stars, from there I will bring you down, says the Lord. Though you put those satellites among the stars, I will destroy those satellites. I won't let them fire off until I get ready to let them fire off. Oh, yes. Ah, little Christians. You shall learn. Lamentations 421. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Edom. 
you who dwell in the land of Uz. The cup shall also pass over to you, and you shall become drunk and make yourself naked. The punishment of your iniquity is accomplished, O daughter of Zion. He will no longer send you into captivity. He will punish your iniquity. O daughter of Edom, he will uncover your sins. Genesis 27, 39, and 40. Pay attention, little Christians, because this describes someone who is still in the earth. Then Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, your dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. By your sword shall you live. And you shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass when you become restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck. Hmm. Who is that talking about? Who indeed? So, in Malachi, the first chapter, the burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, saith the Lord, yet ye say, wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob and I hated Esau, and laid his mountains and his heritage and its heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Whereas Edom saith, We are impoverished, but we will return and build the desolate places. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, They shall build, but I will throw down, and they shall call them the border of wickedness. And the people against whom the Lord hath indignation forever. Let me read that again. The people against whom the Lord hath indignation forever. So, there's a people in the earth that the Lord has indignation for forever. Maybe that's black people, huh? (laughs) Chinese people? The Indians? What tribe could that be talking about? Hmm. You know we got to give you precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Hebrews 12, 17. Let's start in 15. 
looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled, lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. Mm. See, you've been waiting on this here. This guy here. This pretty boy. <laughs> With the wrong complexion for the connection concerning what the Bible portrays as Christ. You've been waiting on him. And you're still waiting on him. And you'll be waiting on him. The moment you realize he ain't coming for you. Matter of fact, he got problems of his own. Oh no. The Christ that cracks that sky will look nothing like this. Who is this that cometh from Edom with dyed garments from Bafra? This that is glorious in his apparel. Traveling in the greatness of his strength, I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel? Are you just wearing red clothing, O Lord? <laughs> Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel, and thy garments like him that treadeth in the wine fat? I have trodden the winepress alone, and of the people there was none with me. For I will tread them in mine anger, and trample them in my fury, and their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garments, and I will stain all my raiment. For the day of vengeance is in my heart, and the year of my redeemed is come. Who is his redeemed? And I looked, and there was none to help, and I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore, mine own arm brought salvation unto me, and my fury it upheld me. And I will tread down the people in mine anger, and make them drunk in my fury, and I will bring down their strength to the earth. Hmm. Well, is that the Christ you were expecting? Is that the lovable, huggable, squeezable Christ you were expecting? He has indignation for someone when he comes back. The armies of the earth in Revelations, who are they? Who are they indeed? Maybe those who believe that he's an alien from outer space and he comes to take up over the world. 
There are those who are in the know that the Spirit speaks expressly to, that understand these things that are to come, that understand that there's a people in the earth with whom the Most High has indignation forever, with whom Christ has indignation forever, a people who have no repentance in the earth, a people who have defamed and defiled and destroyed the people of the Most High, His chosen. And even though he allowed these people to punish us on his behalf, that does not mean that he who lived by the sword will not die by the sword. We're going to give you some music because I don't think you can take too much more of this. Take heed. This is John Boy. Tribulation of Jacob. Oh, yes. Never will. I stand on my other truth. You on the baby hill 
with some holy chains. Trying to keep the laws and not break a rule. Cause that's how you endure to make it through. I'm an Israelite, 12 tribe, Hebrew. You stuck up in your sin, that's a waste of time. If you ain't about nothing, that's what you gon' find. All praise to This is DJ Yakos. This is Righteous Radio, and that was John Boy, Thy Holy Name. Coming at you with more Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. Now we're going to keep the music flowing with what the Father says by John Boy once again. John Boy is... Bringing it today, featuring Selah and Sarah. Days in built east, throw up here before Mason. And none of them 
just the slaves to support mass killers. Now you and your feelings, I'm giving spiritual healing. The only way to have a good time is with some wealth. Tis the season to worship yourself. Around this time, most people just sit and weep. White snow, black Fridays make red in the streets. They find a high bridge, look over and see, grab the rails. Then they say a prayer just before they leap. Holidays is when Satan show up. Prices go down, but suicide rates go up. We're not like the hypocrites. You were deemed special from amongst many, many nations, most high willing. We are the remnant, going out the places that Isaiah mentioned, till we see the son of man. Now it's in the Father's hands, law, statutes, and commands, like we passed the bar exam. Till the heavens and the earth pass away, uphold it to the letter, we do what the Father say. All praises to the most high. Was if we were to continue in Isaiah, the 63rd chapter in the 17th verse. Speaking of this people, who is this people that the Most High had indignation for? 17, O Lord, why hast thou made us to err from thy ways and harden our heart from thy fear? Return for thy servant's sake the tribes of thine inheritance. Oh God, I ain't got no respect a person. Ain't no respect a person. <laughs> the tribes of thine inheritance. The people of thy holiness have possessed it but a little while. Our adversaries, our adversaries, hmm, there are adversaries? You mean everybody ain't together? There is two sides? There are adversaries? Our adversaries have trodden down thy sanctuary. We are thine. Thou never bearest rule over them. They were not called. By thy name. Hmm. Hmm. Now, who is it that were called by his name 
because they, whoever the scripture is referring to as they, were not called by his name. What does that mean? Maybe you can ask Pastor Porkchop. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're going to show you exactly what it means. Ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel doth not know, my people doth not consider. According to this scripture, Israel would not know their master, nor his master's creed. This has reference to do with them not knowing who they are or who their father is. The crib in Hebrew means a manger or a star. In the case of the Hebrew Israelites, it's Israel. The so-called Jews, this isn't the case for them. They believe that they're the Jews. It's us that don't believe that we are the true people, the true Hebrews of the Bible. It's us that do not know our father's real name. They are clueless and have completely lost their heritage. And thou, even thyself, shalt discontinue from thine heritage that I gave thee. And I will cause thee to serve thine enemies in the land which thou knowest not. For ye have kindled a fire in mine anger, which shall burn forever. Think about it. As soon as the slaves were sold, the masters changed their names. Stopped them from speaking their native language. Forbade them from learning how to read. This was all done to strip them of their heritage. Your name is Toby. Isn't this the same thing that happened to the Israelites in the scriptures? In the book of Daniel, the children of Israel was taken into captivity or slavery in Babylon under the rule of Nebuchadnezzar. The children known as Daniel, Hananiah, Michael, and Azariah, names were all changed to what? Belshazzar, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> that wasn't their real names. They changed their names. Why did they change their names? Because their names praised the Most High. Their names gave praise to the Most High. Went down to the river Jordan, where John baptized three. Where I walked the devil in hell, said Johnny baptized me. I say, roll, Johnny, roll, roll, Johnny, roll, roll. My soul arrived, Lord, for the well, some say John was a Baptist. Some say John was a Jew. But I say John was a preacher. My Bible says so too. I say, Roll, Jordan, Roll, Roll, Jordan, Roll. My soul arises in the Lord. Roll, Jordan, Roll. Soul arise in heaven, Lord, to the 
Listening and you shall learn. Humble down, sit down, study your Bible, listen to the prophets, the true prophets of the earth. Repent. Come back to the Most High. Follow the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High. Learn the definition of forever, which is what he says the Sabbath will be. Do these things or perish with the heathens. If you love your oppressor that much to perish with him, there's nothing more I can do for you, nothing more we can do for you, nothing more anybody can do for you. If you love your mother and your ancestors and your fathers and your ancestors enough to love them more than you love the Most High, there's nothing more I can do for you. There's nothing more anybody can do for you. Let God be true and every man and woman be a liar. Our mothers and fathers and grandmothers and uncles and cousins and whoever were responsible for what they knew. Maybe God winked at that time. Knowing that they, that they meant well, that they believed they were serving him. And that grace is hopefully what will carry them over. But you will not have such an oversight because you live in the age of information where knowledge is increased. We know more than our mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters and cousins in those other eras knew. What grace did they have? Titus 2 and 11 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation have appeared to all men. And for what if some did not believe, shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Because you don't know your master, does that make you 
not an Israelite. It may make you lose your salvation as an Israelite. You may die in sin as an Israelite, but it doesn't make it untrue. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Psalms 111 and 10. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth. There's that word again. Forever. Isaiah 55 and 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Maybe you feel like everybody should be saved. Maybe you feel like, why would God have a people that he has indignation with forever that have no repentance? Maybe you feel like, why would God choose one people and leave everybody else out? For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Joel 2 and 27 says, And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God. And none else, and none else, and none else, and my people, and my people, no, it said all people, no, it said my people, no, it said everybody, no, it said and my people shall never be ashamed. Wake up. And this is a part of the Apocrypha, which is not in your Bible, because they didn't want you to see these scriptures. But these scriptures are referenced in your Bible. Second Ezra 6 and 54. And after these, Adam also, whom thou madest Lord of all thy creatures, of him come we all. And the people also whom thou hast chosen. Who that be? Because God ain't got no respect to a person. What? Stop parroting after everything that everybody says. Isaiah is the precept to that what I just read. Isaiah 40 and 15. Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket. And are counted as the small dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the owls as a very little thing. The nations? Dropping a bucket.
we're going to give y'all some more music. Y'all ain't ready for this. This is uh, Original Royalty Recordings presenting the Royalty Duel presenting Bada Ba Ba Stay Together.
We can only bring you so much truth from all angles that the Most High imparts unto us to impart unto you. If you are not following the law, statutes, and commandments, you have no truth in you. As the scripture says, even your prayers are an abomination. There are too many scriptures that speak against you for you to continue in your debauchery in the debauchery of Christianity. Coming to being a Christian, there's a difference. There's a difference in being a Christian, a true Christian, which is a law keeper, which is a Sabbath keeper, and being under the mantra of Christianity, which anybody can come under, the Ku Klux Klan, the, the I mean, uh, uh, the LGBT, uh, I mean, whoever, anybody can come under the mantra of Christianity. But to be a Christian, to be acknowledged by the Most High, you must stop this charade in these churches. Some of y'all are better actors than Denzel Washington every Sunday. And in your walk, the way you live your life, you have no connection to the Most High if you're not following his laws, statutes, and commandments. I don't care what some jabber-told pastor tell you. If you're not following the law, the scriptures are clear. How many scriptures do we have to give you that dictate that if you're not following the law, statutes, and commandments, you're lost. Um, We're going to call it for this week. All praises to the Most High on another Sabbath day. Israel, you are my heart. My people. I only chastise you because I love you. The Most High only chastises you because he loves you. He, love, he, he chastises those whom he loves. And I am a reflection of he. Many of you think that we are crazy, think that I am crazy, think that we are way off the ball, that we have lost sight of the truth. But the very earth speaks against you right now. If you can't feel this awakening, I don't know what type of spirit you have. I don't know what to tell you. You think that we're a cult. When in re reality, the biggest cult in the world, outside of Islam, is Christianity. Come out of her, my people, that you're not sharing her plagues. This is DJ Yaakov. This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. Righteousness is in the atmosphere. Can you feel it? <laughs> Till next week. All praises to the Most High. Shalom.